0: Shop pod season one, episode one. Today, I talked to my sister, Dwala, who you can follow at Ujvamparala. A year ago, New York announced stay at home orders, and it's been a hell of a year. Enjoy.
1: Hey,
0: hey, uh, what's up?
2: Nothing much, man. What's up with you?
0: I know uh, it's I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm a little sore from like rugby yesterday. I know you, you were at the factory late and then you just came back. And I heard you were hungry. I was like, okay. Well, how is how has it been in the factory?
2: It's been fine. I love work.
0: Yeah.
2: I love being at work.
0: Someone was like, I saw Ujus in Delhi. And I was like, really? Because I didn't think that um, if you had gone, you would have gone for a day trip or something. I, I assumed...
2: actually, it coincided with Vijay going. I mean, uh, that
1: Birthday recently?
2: No, no, no. To meet his dad. His no. Birthday is April mm. twenty-four. So okay, it's
1: coming up. Yeah,
2: it's coming up, which I'm so excited for. So essentially, it's Ronnie's birthday, right? And then right after, right. His. Yeah. So yeah, no, we went up there, and it coincided with his visit with his dad, who we also had, which was cool. And of course, since Malvika was in town, I was yeah, making a trip. So we had an awful yeah. time, yeah. We had a really great
0: time. That's good. That's good. I like that. Do you like it? I, have you enjoyed traveling around in India now? Because I know when you had first moved there, you had wanted to explore a lot more of India than what we saw as kids. Because we would be in Pune with Mama or in in Chennai. There wasn't really like, we didn't really go, and they were put it course every year. But then, you know, maybe we'd go to Delhi to see Moya and uh, or something like that. So now you've gone to like explore, go all, go all around. That's something that you wanted when you first moved there, right? Yeah,
2: for sure. I think like at that time it was just so crazy and getting situated. And mm-hmm. now it just feels like um, after COVID, I think I kind of realized like it's just the time to do these things, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. But, um, yeah.
1: No, it does, it does India make
2: India has acted like this virus doesn't exist. Like, at the beginning, everyone was really good. But after a few months, you know,
1: yeah.
2: like, we started traveling. Like, I went to Bangalore in September. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, we went to Goa at the end of October. <laughs> so every month it's felt like I've had a trip. So I'm happy about that. It
1: is
2: kind of going back to norm. You know, it's so funny. Like Goa is just like it was before, honestly. Which is crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. There's this like really funny meme <laughs> on Vice, India. They like obviously you know did an interview and an article, but this was like on their Instagram. And so one of the quotes mm-hmm. was some girl, and she was like, you know, I had my mask on, and I was like really cautious but I also hadn't done ecstasy in a year so when I did it I just forgot about everything <laughs> the precautions the mask it was just all gone
1: <laughs> it's Crazy, it's
2: true like I, I was there and people were just like right next to me literally someone burnt my face with the cigarette <laughs> <laughs> because that's the to be. <laughs> they didn't realize they were going like this and I turned my head and it's like, oh, sh- <laughs> <That's
1: shit>. awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's no, and the craziest thing was there's this guy there that was selling nitrous balloons. They did like this whole like, you know, flea market sort of thing. So imagine, and it's like the dance floor is all the way at the top and mm-hmm. it's completely packed, completely packed, okay. And then you go down to the middle ground where people are chilling and talking the bathrooms, whatever, and then you go down and it's like a bunch of different food stalls and like chilling area. So people are rolling their tits off and God knows what. And then there's some <laughs> guy making dosa there and it's like continuing, 7.30, doesn't stop. We're leaving the place and it's still boom, boom, boom. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> what? People literally go to this thing. They just live there for three days and Nothing changed. I think that was kind of a little whoa moment for us. And then we had the audacity to throw a house party in Goa.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> which was crazy. It wasn't a big party, but it was like 30 of us. And we knew everyone there, which was also crazy. They all had come down from mm-hmm. different places. And there were okay. was Malvika's and our friend parties. But it's crazy that, like, we did all of this and, you know, the pandemic isn't over, technically. I'm happy there's vaccines and, again, India's doing a wonderful job. I don't know what the fuck the States is doing right now because it seems as though random people are getting vaccinated. It doesn't really make sense to me. But let's see how it rolls out. Um,
1: I think with most of the
0: stuff here in this country, if you have an in, then you're getting it. Um, They are... Trying to do a good job. But I'm sure you heard in Texas, they're like, yeah, we've reopened. Just go back to it. Yeah. Like,
2: I mean, the States is pretty great. much a shit show right now, for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: And, like, what a huge win for us. Kamala's enough.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Definitely. I, I heard some other countries wanted to use the
0: India vaccine as well.
2: Yeah, I still don't think, like, it's going at a fast enough pace. And the whole, you know, minimum wage thing, what a shit show that was. So... Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, so the, this is actually a funny thing. India obviously like has a bunch of vaccines, and they've been sending it out to different countries. So
1: they yeah. sent
2: a bunch to, I think, it's South Africa. Okay, we may need to fact check it, but it's definitely in the African subcontinent. I'm pretty sure it's South Africa.
0: There's no fact checking on this podcast. We just
2: okay, but this is a. <laughs> it's somewhere in the continent of Africa. So these the vaccines okay. them. And those guys had to return the vaccines because there was a new stream that came out and the vaccines, like, you know, were...
1: Didn't they, work new to
2: the Vaccines, like, didn't work. So they sent the vaccines back. Wow.
1: It's
2: like, oh, shit.
0: I didn't hear this. And I'll tell you what, like, because most of the news here just focuses on this country that you go out of your way to find international news. It's not like the Hindu kind of, like, there's a whole section of four or five pages specifically on what's going on, and it's
2: not like the rest of the world where everyone wants to know about the rest of the world. America, yeah. American yes. focused I feel like when I'm in the US, 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 I forget there's yeah. a whole other world out there. But the best, yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing, maybe, and the best thing is, we obviously have Hot Star here, right? And mm-hmm. it's Disney owned. You know, it's all under that whole big shebang, Star Network. It's all whatever. Yeah, so they're obviously not you know, fans, they're not like leftist in any way. They're extremely conservative. So they own American, mm-hmm. they have like two American channels, right? One, one is like Bloomberg Business. And then the other okay. one is Fox News.
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
2: <laughs> so when we watched like the inauguration, when we were watching like everything, yeah. it was all on Fox News.
1: Oh, that wow. was
2: like really interesting to see. I obviously like check AP News every day, but right. watching Fox News to get like real time updates, obviously you're like, holy shit, this is so and you are seeing everything on their yeah. side. And then it just the thing is like you're understanding them. A lot of people are like, oh, if you hear the other side of the argument, you can understand it. But maybe mm-hmm. my brain doesn't work that way. Of course I can understand it, but it just like cements my ideas more. I think that's sure. the stubbornness in me, who knows? But like, sometimes I'm like, when they're like, yo, you know, like minimum wage, whatever, and I'm like, yeah, what this argument is ridiculous, <laughs> like, your arguments are not valid, <laughs> it's immense, those kind of ideas. So, I think it's good to see both sides. Also, it was so interesting and fun, um, seeing Fox News during the elections, and especially um leading up to them because it Mm -hmm. felt as though it was kind of like polarized in a way you know
1: like within fox news
2: yeah because there were clearly some of them that were like totally trumpists and then Uh some of them that were just like plain old republicans
1: okay when
2: the whole thing happened you know the like
1: yeah yeah
2: that was really scary and when that happened it was like clearly everyone was you know not condoning anything they were like this is terrible you know but mm-hmm. you could still see that there was some sort of like sympathy for some you know when you see that that kind of irks you i feel like that really hurt me. Yeah. but it also showed that there were so many conservatives that are like no this is totally wrong this is seriously mm-hmm. up. this is anti-american in every single way so that gave me a lot of hope and i was like cool at least there's like some you know middle way and there's something that all of us agree on for sure
0: yeah that's true
1: yeah
0: i guess because it's like it's a mirror that's being looked up like when you have a mirror that's facing you yeah and then you're like oh wow that's what and you know it's kind of hard for a lot of people to see it but maybe that's what it, i i will tell you like being here i was like this is just weird and a uh, It's a weird time. But that's the thing. It was like I didn't realize, especially and I was talking to some of the people in the UK about this, like here when people are like the government says to do something like growing up, like we just did it Yeah, like there wasn't no option to not do it. And then you meet people here in the in the States or in the UK. And they're like, yeah, I'm just not going to do what the government says. Like, I didn't think that was an option. Like, I never considered that to not be an option. But then I know that because, I guess maybe we are just used to like, casual uprisings, attempted uprisings happening. Cause you were in Bahrain in 2011 as well. And I was thinking about that too. Okay, I was yeah, like, oh. In a
2: way I feel like it's not actually, like the uprising had nothing to do with it. Well, it had part of it. Mm-hmm. But I felt that being raised in like an American department of defense school, we had yeah. like, you know, a lot of experiences <laughs> with bomb squads and mm. drug dogs, not bomb dogs, not drug dogs. And yeah, our guards all had guns and not regular nice. guns. They had handguns, they had AKAs, they had everything. When mm-hmm. they would when we would have fire drills, they would bring in fucking armed, you know, vehicles. So I think yeah. like that way that really kind of made us a little bit different. You know, I remember we had a couple of bomb threats when we were in school and it mm-hmm. when we were younger it happened when we were older. literally have like people who we know did it. so yeah that no kind names. Was, um. yeah that kind <laughs> of was like so strange. and I feel like during that specific event because we knew the people, you know, it felt mm-hmm. like you really took something away from it and you did yeah. such a joke. And that kind of like, you know, lifted it up more so. And then the whole uprising and stuff, I don't think any of us were necessarily scared because also, like, everyone was getting different news and everyone was just at home. And it wasn't something like, you know, I don't know.
0: The lack of connection was a big one because no, I remember, I mean, it like, it wasn't
2: like we were not connected, it was just that, like, We were using, also, mind you, because we were international students, we had things like WhatsApp before anyone in the states had it. We were, like, completely connected. BBM, everyone, you know? So, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: in that way, we were totally connected. Like, all of us had Wi-Fi. Even if the phones were off, like, we always had Wi-Fi. We were always connected. Everyone knew what was happening at all times. It was just that, like, it was a period of, like, it was such a volatile period, you know? We didn't really know how people felt or anything. And I think that that was like, not something that we really discussed in, in school either. We didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was really something that was super clear to us until that happened. Um, and yeah. then after that happened, it was like, oh, tear gas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so You think? Do you think that schools currently, whenever kids go back to school, wherever, that they're going to be talking to them about this? Like, children at a young age would be like, okay, so this is what happened. And because I can't imagine being like, or like, even with our cousin Malavika, like, senior year of college, or even with the twins that live nearby that are were in high school and now going to college. It's just another nice thing. Time. I think
2: that the only reason why, again, we were familiarized with all those things is literally only like my school year you were not actually you you're not no. you were not part of it you didn't have that same effect. no the only like the only thing I find in common between that and a lot of the people we know like our cousin and you know
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: is that there is like a lot of violence in the US and I feel like mm-hmm. there's a heavy dependency on guns um, and there's obviously like there's a lot of zones. All around the U.S. that like have metal detectors you know bring weapons to school sometimes and it's just not safe they don't have textbooks Mm -hmm. as you know they don't have proper classrooms and the teachers are not paid and totally overworked and they're using their salary to provide for children like it's just so terrible so I think that that all is a very the whole guns and like getting used to all that stuff is a very American thing you know plenty of other schools on the island that were british you know and whatever Mm -hmm. american indian pakistani whatever none of them Mm -hmm. had like the level of security that we had you know none Mm -hmm. of them were so rigid and kind of crazy like when they built that wall and just the protection and all of that like it was a lot i just felt like you know, I remember when they built that wall, we were all like, Oh, it literally feels like a dungeon now. Like it feels like, mm-hmm. and I think that's totally like something that I also felt was there in the States too. So that kind of stuff, like being scared, you know, I totally get it. Um, and I get what like a lot of kids have to worry about as well, you know?
0: And that's that, it's that sympathy, empathy a lot of people don't I, I would say like um you you feel like that when you're in india now because a lot of people have been asking me oh well your sister uh now that she's been in india did she ever plan on coming back to the states i was like yeah maybe to visit but i think you've told me before like no you wouldn't want to move back permanently
2: i mean like i always you know my work is first above everything else there's a and that's like my driving force every single day. So mm-hmm. whatever happens with work, like I have to see that out first. And
1: mm-hmm.
2: even though I love the States and whatever, like I wish I could be there, but it's like, this is what I chose and what's best for my work and my future. right now. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, it's not easy. It's not been an easy time. I don't really like know a lot of people or anything. But I make it work because the work is just so gratifying and I'm so lucky to be able to do it. And even though it's frustrating and like hell most of the time, it's all worth it. Like I love the long hours. I love working all the time, you know, it's just so wonderful. So yeah, it really depends. And in all honesty, now, of course not, the U.S. is... I should know. Yeah. I think I've said this phrase too many
1: times on the podcast. No, no, you're not, you um, haven't.
0: Is that, like, if if there's any, if there's someone who has worked a day job or, like, you know, been working nine to fives regularly listening to this podcast or since they, if they know you and me and they're, like, thinking of taking that next step, especially because a lot of, um, a lot of, reports have put out that during the last recession in 08 a lot of new companies formed and that a lot of people that previously had stable careers lost their jobs and started businesses what advice would you give to like someone that's an aspiring small business owner do it do it this fucking son
1: yeah (laughs)
2: yeah
1: just have to do it just no matter what
2: in america
1: man yeah look at no. State of New
2: York City. Look at the beautiful yeah. Manhattan. Yeah, completely gone. You know, it was so terrifying to see that. Hello, and mm-hmm.
1: that happened
2: for months. You know, it didn't happen for months here. Yes, it was wonderful speeding down Marine Drive, <laughs> but come on, I'm you know?
1: <laughs> up,
0: up, up and down FDR. Oh my God, I'll tell you what. Like, I didn't even think that police didn't exist in the city until that yeah i i I get that uh you're right and also it's like the only thing you can do is make it better right your neighborhood your community a lot of people were asking me about uh what was happening with the farmers and the the situation with the farmers i was like ask my sister because she knows best but like how you help your community as well that's the only way
2: exactly farming is so important in the backbone of any country so Mm-hmm. able to take part in that is really exciting everything about this is exciting in all honesty
0: that's why any like anybody it's who's I thinking of like being as So
2: know, I, you know what i think one just do it but you have to really believe in it and really want it like you should mm-hmm. be willing to sacrifice anything in your life including your happiness and sometimes your life in order to do it and yeah, it's taken me on edge a lot of the times. But you know what? It's the most important thing in my life besides Ronnie and Dad. Yes. You know, family, whatever. But
0: um you yeah. got what I'm No, I Ryan, right, of course. I- sure. Super,
2: super yeah, it's like sometimes and most of the time I feel like I'm drowning constantly. But mm-hmm. just the fact that I am still swimming, it's like I'm mm-hmm. you know? That's yeah. one. And I think anytime you start a new business, like the best thing to do, obviously do not ever go to the banks. It's not time or place anyways, but the best thing to do, and I've heard this advice from like multiple podcasts as well, is to get funding from your family and friends. It's the best thing. And to have that investment from them, like shows also support and you can get help, you know, it gives you a boost as well, and it gives you some sort of, you know, like I'm dealing with a lot, and I don't want to risk it, you know. With bank stuff, yeah. it's like, you no. Know, every I listen to so many podcasts. Highly recommend. Um, this is how I built it. Um, okay. It's really good. So a lot of them are just like yeah, family and friends, family and friends. A lot of them get the support from family and friends and obviously the society they live in. So yeah, treat mm-hmm. your surroundings well and know that that's like the most important thing. Giving back to society, I feel like, is really important too. So make sure whatever you're doing is good for yourself, everyone around you, and society. Like, that's probably the third thing.
1: So, yeah okay yeah i
0: mm-hmm. i remember that you had always wanted to make sure that the farmers were taking care of the ones that provide the and correct me if the language is wrong provide the resources for you to make the juices the organic juices inside your factory
1: yeah
0: right all well, the farmers that are in the state of Maharashtra, essentially
2: yeah
0: okay that was nice i, I remember when you told to me, have me that more, I
2: have a... um, like we procure from other states depending on what they do like as you know, okay different places um will grow different things for example yeah. you know, florida has oranges new york has apples mm-hmm. so here you get apples from himachal pradesh obviously oh, that's okay. from the south like yes, that, of
1: course.
2: that to get as much as you can local and um, we really tap into local resources, so yes, most of our crops are from Maharashtra. Um, but you know, if you if you can't get around it, then you kind of have to go and
0: get food places. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I saw it must have been Sammy who tagged your the rest of organic juices inside the supermarket. Was she in Bombay at the time when it happened?
2: When well, Sam lives here. Some people-
0: yeah, Sam was in Bombay and I didn't know if she saw your juices at a new supermarket or yeah, at a different I, one because I, I you were trying been, to. like
2: about 100 stores pre-COVID
0: mm-hmm.
1: and
2: about to, you know, like it was break even point. it yeah. happened and then we had to like, I reassessed the whole thing and then I uh, basically restructured everything, dropped the pricing, made different concoctions focused on like specific superfoods and things like that and part of it was also getting into a lot of stores you know making good deals not paying any fees and a lot of other mm-hmm. things a lot of like whatever jargon i guess so yeah now it's kind of like it's been hard the growth is incremental but it's not you know i want something that will like knock my socks off or something you know
1: yeah
2: that kind of high you get when you first take like molly and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i
1: was i
0: was gonna say i saw that it was a new flavor of watermelon and melon. i wanted to ah, say it
2: was. that was a flavor i made during the lockdown during the lockdown i was so productive it was <laughs> wonderful <laughs> what else are you gonna do man i mean, yeah like, all the new flavors it feels like now, you know, most of our best selling ones are these new flavors that I made during lockdown.
1: Nice. Also,
2: part of the thing is um, organic and going with the seasons and, you know, um, local produce. So, mm-hmm. muskmelon's in season and so is watermelon right now because it's the summertime. So, this is one of our yeah. seasonal drinks. So, yeah, okay. I'm trying to flush out the, the brand a little bit more, add more beverages. Working on doing a lot of like R and D stuff right now. Wow. And yeah. Sales. And yeah, so we were in 100 stores before. Now we are actually in 150. We lost some stores, and then we gained right. a bunch more. Yeah, this year. So and then we're on also launching in um, a lot more cities,
0: like Chennai, which is exciting. i Chennai.
1: Yeah.
2: You
0: you in Bangalore. I remember. Yeah, was that I'm, one of the? I'm that? in
2: Bangalore, Pune, Goa, Mumbai, um, Delhi, and MP, and Madhya. yeah, some places in Gujarat as well.
0: So yeah, nice, nice. Would you say that that was the uh, like? What would you say is the best moment? I don't want to put words. What was the best moment of the last twelve months? Like getting back to where you were before. Covid, like passing a hundred stores or was it the new juice flavors that the time that you got to spend spending on new juice flavors?
2: Um, I'd say that like whenever people send us good reviews, like customers and stuff, it's really exciting. But one big thing we did is we started doing like packs, packs of six, packs of 12, things like that. Okay. Um, and it was super exciting seeing a lot of customers buying these bulk orders of like, 40, 50, 70 bottles. That was really cool. Um, but one thing that was really awesome. So I think it's mainly like customers and them placing these orders and us getting the feedback. Like if customers are happy and they're enjoying it, that's like, like, finally someone gets me, you know? Someone that I don't know, like can't be charmed by me, finally gets me. And one highlight I remember was like, we got this order and I think I was go out at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And we got an order for like 400 bottles for some function that was happening at the JW in Bangalore. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I just thought like, oh, you know, because we're in the Marriott here. Someone said, oh, whatever. And then later on, I realized that the person came in with the two bottles and was like, I want these two flavors for this event. Mm-hmm. You need to procure it for me. That was like really exciting for me. That was really cool. And stuff like that that makes it like really exciting. Or it's like, oh, you know, this, these guys are like, um, whatever. They're buying juices and they work for like a cool thing. Or like, oh, like you know, they're placing orders all the time. That's really fun, yeah. And it's also cool, of course, if people are like, oh, I know your product, or you see someone buying it. That's so gratifying. I never walk up to people and be like, "Hey, that's my product," because mm-hmm. I I don't need to like. That's not. Is that your style? No. Would you
1: say that's oh.
2: no? I think like most people, so it's crazy. I was um, hanging out with my friend Tramal, because cousin, and we mm-hmm. met one of her friends in Pune. and like he was like, "Oh, you know, we're just talking and stuff." And I generally tell people that I do marketing because
1: mm. like. To-
0: very vague. I remember you telling me once you like to keep it vague.
2: Yeah, super vague. Marketing for dogs, cars. <laughs> like <laughs> um, Yeah, so then eventually she came up and she was like, oh, yeah, she's she owns like Ross and whatever. And like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, that's cool. Whatever, I've heard of your brand. And then she's like, yeah, honestly, I had no idea. She... <laughs> I like had this friend until I walked into a meeting one day, and there she was. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, because I didn't really say much about it. So yeah, <laughs> seeing them pick it up is like always cool. It's always nice to see that. Like I'm checking out at Food Hall, and you know, yeah. of people are buying the juice, and like, cool, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: What what's been like your best personal moment, like, or best moment on a personal level in the last twelve months?
2: Um. I don't know, probably the same thing.
0: Yeah, because you're so tied to your work as well. I, I do know like your, your dedication, the amount of time you spend. Yeah. I see it when I'm there. So it makes sense that it's both. Yeah,
2: it's both. And also like, I feel like I've worked doing lockdown stuff. You kind of just have to do like a lot of checks to keep your mental health straight. I
1: mm-hmm. think
2: also just getting that on point and getting to like a really good place where I'm happy with myself or happier. Yeah. really cool but also in all honesty my happiness is tied with my work <laughs>
1: so
2: yeah the personal high like i'll be so high like oh yeah this happened that happened and if i'm down yeah. it's like cool okay you know something good happened at work or i'm gonna well,
0: i guess here. it would be like work and doggo, right like work and ronnie
2: yeah but ronnie's like a constant like ronnie always makes yeah no <laughs> he's just the perfect everything
0: do you ever go on ronnie's instagram like scroll back to before when? when
2: my one of my Constantly. favorite pictures of her is her and her turtleneck sweater i oh waiting yeah for her to wear another sweater again it feels like it's been forever and <laughs> i keep thinking about um <laughs> Like, when the horrible thing was happening in Texas, you know, heat, power, whatever, I was just like, oh, the snow, like Ronnie, (laughs) the snow. (laughs) You know, I remembered when we took her out during the hurricane and we just, like, I dropped her in a pile of snow and she was, like, so excited. She went from the backyard to the front yard. (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) Um, I even remember her, like, eating snow on... Um, Jenny's porch at her parents' house, her parents' little that's right. porch, mom has a garden, and running to go and
0: eat the snow
1: out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I completely forgot about
0: that. That was, um, oh, yeah, that must have been a while back because she, oh, it was up in wow, it's such a good story as well. Yeah, because she was also this, getting used to like being around other dogs and traveling longer distances. Oh, that's cute. How is she? She's good. Amun um, um, was uh, asking, he was like, I knew that, uh, like, I don't know if it was this time last year, but she had very thin hair. Now, like, the photos of her are very bushy and big tail and everything.
2: Yeah, she's totally fine now. But, you know, when I was away on a trip, our dad gave her a buzz cut for no apparent reason. <laughs> And I was, like, livid when I came home. I'm like, well, I don't know what you did to her. So she's still... How short, it,
1: how short are we talking?
2: It was so short. Like, it was painting her from how short it was. You know, her belly was too raw because there was no not enough fur. I was like, never again.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I always say that. And then he always does it when I'm away behind my back. <laughs> the thing was, I had just cut her hair. Like, I the groomers came home. I was with them. We had just... Get yeah. a haircut like two or three days before, and then I can go on this trip. And then the next thing you know, he's he sent me a video of it's too late. <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> just, just one.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I was livid.
0: So now, looking forward for the next year or so, like what do you have planned? Where what you, what's on the radar? Short term, long term. Where do you want to be? Written? Either individually slash you and Rust by the end of the year, going into twenty twenty two. I'm sure you've thought about it because it's it's on your mind twenty four seven. Yeah,
2: work obviously. I want to be yeah. You know, rolling in bottles of Russ. yeah <laughs> yeah. I want to be flying everywhere. I want to be like just shooting bottles to everyone. No one goes mm-hmm. thirsty. <laughs> organic juice for you and you everyone yeah and i i want things to open up as well i really hope to start exporting soon i'm working on like i said extending the product range and doing a lot more um you know things like other beverages so a lot of horizontal but i'm also considering you know a different vertical where it's products are you know still organic and no preservatives etc etc so I'm I'm working on that as well and yeah that's what's gonna happen this year that's what I'm banking on um and hopefully I don't know that was one thing I'm also thinking about like learning like I'm trying to learn some new softwares and programs at the same time just like try different things out and um yeah another thing is like I started taking up running which is exciting you know I'm into fitness now, kind of.
0: Well, I knew you were into fitness before.
1: Yeah. But like, I mean, like, new.
2: The- yeah, I, you know I hate running so much. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. But I That's started taking it up, and that was like a new thing this year. Oh, yeah. okay. No, I don't go outside. This sounds like right. really vain, but I don't care. So most of the time when you're in the gym, I feel like you're always looking at yourself. And yeah. I like the aspect, like when I'm on the treadmill, I kind of look at my reflection, even though it's a glass, I can still kind of see the reflection because it helps mm-hmm. me like focus on something and not really think so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now I've been okay. doing like three to five kilometers, like with along with the rest of my workout. That's yeah. been really cool that I can run. I never thought I could. <laughs> 2021 over here (laughs) that's been awesome and yeah I kind of want to continue to run and probably just bump it up you know yeah. dad is always like oh you know wake up and go run to the factory every morning and shower (laughs) he's like Billy can drive Ronnie to work (laughs) and then I told him I was like, okay, you know, now I'm doing 5K in like, I don't know, 35 minutes or like 40, something like that. Okay. 35, 32, something like that. So I told him like, yeah, I'm doing that. He's like, oh, that's so great. So it's only like 40 kilometers. It won't take you so long. He worked (laughs) out the math for me. I got math swindled (laughs) as usual. (laughs) And uh, he was like, Yeah, when we will meet you there. So <laughs> let's see.
0: Oh, to be fair, yeah, she doesn't, she wouldn't, she would be driven around. So it makes sense. Like I, you
2: know. 100%. Like the fact that we take her for walks, she takes us so far away, then gets tired. Yeah. I would take her to like another. <laughs> area completely
1: yeah
2: (laughs) no like you went from south to north brunswick or something (laughs) (laughs) tired and then calls you to pick them up
0: (laughs) i remember once i took ronnie for a walk and then she just didn't want to move so i called dad dad was making rice he left the rice on the stove we came back and it was burning and he was like okay came to pick you guys up I was like
1: yeah
0: I guess yeah. I guess it's fine um, no of course it makes sense for her because she's so problem and she's like the cutest so yeah. I get it um, <clears throat> alright so last question
1: for you oh, and question.
2: This is from, uh, I 100% have to be in America for Thanksgiving this year I am going to be there
1: yeah,
2: yeah for
0: sure. but surely you'll come here before though
2: yeah, for sure. But like, I really want to be there for Thanksgiving this year. That is
0: Thanksgiving. Any particular reason why?
2: I feel like Thanksgiving was never really a thing for us.
1: Obviously. Yeah, a hundred percent was Yeah,
2: I think that when we came to the states, it became like a very friendsgiving thing, and I miss that.
1: For Sure.
2: I feel like it's such an American thing, and I want to spend it with my friends. You know, like with- mm-hmm. Shen. Oh. Yeah. And
1: he's going to
0: be on the podcast next week. I- uploaded his photo
2: we were discussing and we're like if you ever have you know some special podcast you should bring us on and we can
0: both yeah for sure i've already thought about it
2: (laughs) if you bring too many of us on then it's like we'll just be overlapping each other and talking to each
0: other well you know i love the chaos like before i used to be in the thick of it now i think i spend more time on the sideline looking at yeah i think the, the way that you had organized the birthday party call for me was also something. And I, one of the questions that I ask all of the guests, or I plan to ask all of the people that come onto the podcast as well. Yeah, you have like a structure, like, okay, everyone go around and talk about And that's what I wanted to ask you as well. What's your favorite mem- memory of us hanging up?
2: Um.
0: Again, since we have so many, you can take the time to think.
2: Yeah.
0: But I imagine that in all honesty. Hmm. Like
2: I can't pick what? It. So there's too many. I can't pick one.
1: Oh
2: Judy. I always feel like maybe in our future there's like a best moment. I don't know, best is such a main thing. Cause all of them are
1: yeah. awesome.
2: we've shared some amazing memories together. And mm-hmm. we've been through like a lot together as well. Like it's mm-hmm. like the basic things though, like, you know, when we were kids and we like Ping around and
1: play games mm-hmm. and did you ever think that we were twins
2: all the time
0: all the time um, instead of like a gap in the <laughs>
2: i feel like the gap is useless in my opinion yeah. i feel like the gap caused a lot of issues for no reason for
1: Honestly, sure. mean, for sure. if we
2: didn't have this That's gap hard. then i think like a lot of problems would have been solved really quickly mm-hmm. you know yeah
1: and
2: that's a good point yeah I don't think I really I don't think we ever had like an older younger relationship it was just like we were in different stages of our lives and then the just this idea that you were older and I was younger was like pushed onto us and that caused yeah. problems no, yeah so I feel like it's like we were twins that would be the best thing ever <laughs> And obviously, you'd be my age. By the way, you'd have to be ninety-three, yeah. and not ninety-two.
0: <laughs> that's, that's fine with me. That's completely the ninety-two. I mean, it really doesn't matter to me. But no, I thought about that too because it was like, especially the way we socialize, we'd spend time with each, each other's friends, and then we always just be around each other. And so, yeah, I I get that. There was like different years where we just weren't there, but now you know, it really is.
1: No, I really
0: actually thought that you would be because people were like, oh, you must be the, like, they were like, oh, you must be, as an Uj, must be the older sister and you're the younger brother.
2: Yeah,
0: And I'm like, honestly, I, I don't even really know who's older at this point.
2: It's like the same age. That's what I keep saying. Remember, I yeah. go through a stage and I tell everyone we're twins. It just makes yeah. it a lot easier. I told so many people that we were twins. I feel like half of them still believe we're twins. And I'm totally Yeah i'm a hundred percent fine with that Also, yeah, I got parted twice last week so
0: was this when you went out
2: yeah so people think i'm the older one then you are young my friend
0: <laughs> yeah I, I got uh id'd as well um and i was like this is incredible because yeah. i've not mm-hmm. experienced this in a while yeah and it, was, it wasn't even for anything fun it was like buy medicine at Walgreens, and I was like, "Okay,
1: ah, yeah. uh, this is a good."
2: Getting carted in India of all places,
1: dude.
2: Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm like crazy.
2: getting carted in Russia. It just doesn't make sense.
0: <laughs> so, um, how can people engage with you online? We've obviously talked about Ronnie Vampirala for Doggo. Yeah, and I then saw saw and
2: this food blog, which is not really active with which is called Food Inhalers. Um, But most importantly, shout out to Russ Organic. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Follow, like, subscribe, everything. We're on Mm -hmm. everything. We're on YouTube. We're on LinkedIn. We're on (laughs) Facebook. We're on Instagram. And this week we're launching a new website. So stay tuned. Oh, awesome. And if you want us to open in America... Give us funding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Shout out to Chapati, man. Thank you. Shout out to all of that fun. We had a wonderful time. That was a big highlight. Dude, we've had so many moments. To- I keep thinking about that question you said. We've had so many Which wonderful one? moments. I feel like you went oh. to I think about the Grand Canyon a lot. I feel like that was mm. such a wonderful time. The Bowls we went to, whether it was the one where yeah. I was, like, carried out, or the one where you were carried out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, also, like, your birthday, I think your surprise birthday party was, like, a highlight for both of us, for sure.
0: My heart just grows every time thinking about that, it. That would never was
2: happen. really wonderful. I feel like, per se, was really great as well.
1: Did you hear
0: about... Uh... Priyanka Chopra is opening a new Indian restaurant. I think I messaged you over the weekend.
2: Yeah, I saw. Uh, I mean, let's see. Yeah, we'll see.
0: We'll see. I mean, you know I love Indian food.
2: Everyone does, yeah. but, like, it's rarely done correctly there.
1: Which is
2: sure a shame. Thing. I wonder why they can't open, like, a dishum in New York.
1: I think they...
2: Like, I want the Mumbai in New York.
0: right I heard, according to a rumor that I heard, that there's something similar. But the biggest fear, as always, whenever any person tries to open an Indian restaurant is how much will they fusion into like tastes for people that live in the United States? Because people have been talking, they're like, you know, you have to respect the New York market because they know what the food is supposed to taste like because they've had the ability to taste it in like homemade, you know, because of all the people that come through New York and all the ways you're able to meet people from all over the world. So really do we even have to say that this food is authentic anymore? It's just like, this is just how the food is. It's a interesting time because I think the vision that I had for New York is now, because like you said earlier, you know, you're looking at New York now, I think now is the time for like minorities, people of color, people that are LGBTQ, to be able to shape New York in the way that we think it should be shaped, to cater to our tastes and our interests, as opposed to what previously was that was for a group of people that none of us really are part of those groups, I think. And if we have the time, ability, luxury, investment, we can start to shape this city that's like the heartbeat of the country in a way that we want it to be like. That's something that I think
2: interesting yeah. i just fear that you know you guys will spend so much time shaping it in the next few years that <laughs> you'll make it better 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 and then everyone's going to come back take it away from you know
1: that's, you know,
2: not that's not what always problem, happens right? right yeah they always get the wrong end of the deal they need to somehow be protected i think that is that's to be worked on as well by local mm. government and stuff like that
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Sell out, and then a lot could happen. But let's see.
1: Yeah. This
2: equals capitalism.
0: (laughs) Yay! Um, I will thank you for being on the pod. Being the first guest, it had to be you, and I'm glad that um, glad that we got to do this today. I heard Ishwar coughing in the corner, so I'm going to be messaging him. But what I'm going to do is uh, thank you again. I'm going to end the recording and then we can stay on to chat after.
2: Yeah, perfect. Awesome.
1: Shout okay. hours, your
2: siblings and uh, call your yeah. sibling today. Thanks, Tha. Love you.
0: Love you too. Miss you. Thanks for listening to the episode. You can follow up my sister at Ujvamparala as well as the business at Russ Organic and be sure
1: to check out at Ronnie Vampirala and at Food on Instagram.